Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Trioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about The Founder, which was a 2016 movie starring Michael Keaton as Ray Kroc, the guy who, let's face it, basically just stole McDonald's, the original restaurant, franchised it, and stole everything about those people and their lives, including their name. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's like the simplest way I can put it. That's basically what it follows. The story of how McDonald's went from just one restaurant in the middle of nowhere to I mean, McDonald's, you know what I mean? So, yeah, this movie is really, really awesome. This is such a good movie. I have loved it ever since I first saw it, and it's been a while, and I was kind of having that sort of type of movie on the brain, I guess. I don't really know how you would describe that even. It's like uh, the story of how a thing became a thing, if that makes any sense. I guess that's every story in a way. Uh, Moneyball, Molly's Game, those are stories about how those people were able to take, like, nothing and then turn it into something and, and make it, like, this, you know, really major thing that really made an impact in the world. Uh, same thing with The Social Network, which is another Sorkin movie. Uh, this is not a Sorkin movie, I, I should point that out, but the, the other two I just mentioned were. Uh, it's kind of the story of, like, the beginnings of, of some sort of company or business venture and, and like, how it got to the, the way it was, and it's, like, character studies of those people. This is a very similar thing, and uh, it popped up on Netflix, kept getting recommended to me, and I was like, it's been a while since I've seen this. I think I saw it like when it came out on, um, on video in 2016, so it's been like four years, and I was like, I might as well check it out again. It's definitely something that would fit well with the things I've been talking about recently, so I threw it on, and wow, this movie is really, really good. It's just as good as I remember it. I'll tell you what I didn't remember. I didn't remember how much of a dick Ray Kroc is. Oh my god. I have one note, um, well, not one note, one of my notes for this is just a whole line that says, Ray is a dick, with like 85 Ks, because he is, this guy's a horrible, horrible person, he's like a total asshole in this whole movie, I did not remember that at all, I remembered it being like, yeah, he's still the protagonist, he did some pretty shady stuff, but I mean, overall, he's a pretty good guy, no, this guy is not a good person, he leaves his wife, he steals these, steals these people's livelihood, he puts them out of business, he steals their freaking name, I mean, like, he takes their company, makes it enormous, um, steals the land from them, steals everything from them, their system, he totally, like, commercializes what they're trying to do, and ruins, like, the family feel of it, um, and and then he just like makes off with all their money he barely gives them anything it's like a drop in the bucket compared to the amount of money that he's made and he just like ruins their lives takes everything from them it's insane how horrible a person he is in this movie and he is definitely not portrayed as a very good guy at first it seems like it a little bit you know you get like oh he's kind of downtrodden and he's seeing this stuff and he's like what if there was a better way but then eventually it's just like no this is not a nice person um it's very similar to the social network actually in a way there's a lot of things that made me think about it it was like the 50s version of the social network in a way um obviously it's not like a tech company or anything but he made it a huge company and sort of stole it from other people uh, including the name i thought that was like an interesting similarity but um but yeah this movie is really good just in terms of the writing, uh, the, all the performances are really good. Nick Offerman made a really surprising perf uh, like appearance in this movie. I knew it was somebody that I knew from something, but like without the beard, I mean, 
I mean, Nick Offerman's just, like, a guy, uh, and his voice is, like, sort of familiar, and you're like, I kind of recognize that face, but, like, I don't know, you look kind of off, and then it's like, oh, it's the Parks and Rec guy, but he doesn't have his mustache, so he looks kind of weird, uh, but he does a really good job in this movie, so does John Carroll Lynch, um, he's playing, like, a really, usually, like, at first, kind of the nice guy, he, he's sort of the calm to his brother Storm, and he's, uh, he's like an affable guy, and then eventually he's just kind of like beaten down and broken, he's, he's had his dream stolen from him, and he's just in a really bad place, and he does a very good job of portraying that, you feel really bad for him by the end of this movie, so, yeah, they both do a good job, and they play off each other very well, they're believably brothers, and they are definitely believably pissed, which is a lot of them for this movie, just being mad at, at uh, Michael Keaton's character, so, yeah, they did a really great job in this movie. Everybody does. And, of course, including Michael Keaton, he's doing such a good job at playing, like, a genuine villain. He doesn't get to do it very often. He's usually the leading man or, like, the affable guy who can't figure out how to wash his baby's uh, clothes or whatever. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Mr. Mom. But you know what I mean? Like, he's he's sort of the, that, that type of guy. But in this, he's just he's cunning and he's ruthless and he's got like no remorse for these people or their livelihood and he's just trying to get more money more land more power expand his business more and more and just trample anybody who stands in his way and he's doing a really great job at it and one of the scenes that really struck me was when he shows up at the hospital oh my god just like the way he talks to them like that conniving sort of tone and like I just come back later i was like damn dude you're so cold oh my god and then at the end he's like cutting the ribbon on the the mcdonald's across the street from the original one and he's just to totally putting them out of business i was like wow he's really really good at this but man do i hate him by the end of this movie i really really don't like him but um but that's good you're not supposed to so he's doing his job uh in terms of the actual visual look at this movie I think that it is insane how uh, how beautiful it looks. I mean, the colors are all popping. It, it it's very pleasant to look at. The visual storytelling is very very good. Uh, there's a lot of things where you see Ray figure something out without any dialogue and without any like internal monologue or like a recap later. You just can tell by his face and the visuals that you're seeing on screen. Oh, he's kind of seen like a a puzzle piece here and a puzzle piece here and he's putting them together and that's like the final you know he's he's putting together the completed picture for instance when he's driving around and he's seeing all the church spires the american flags and like they're they're all super high you can see them from everywhere and then he's thinking about like how uh how archetypal those are in america those are things that symbolize america to people and then he's thinking like well the arches could be that and then that's sort of a bit of a foreshadowing i don't really think they get to it in this movie but you know how McDonald's is always famous for being like their big, um, like the pole, and then like there's like the sign on top of, while you're like driving on the highway. They're always the highest. You're supposed to be able to see them the most, and so you'd want to go there. And this is a little bit of foreshadowing to that because all that stuff rises higher than anything else, so you can always see it. The church fires, like the American flags and stuff, and this is a very similar thing. So I thought that was really well done, and. Um, there's also just some really great shots in this movie. I've talked before about how much I love framing within the frame and how much it can tell you about a character's state. Uh, there is a lot of that in Rocky 2. That was a big part. Port, <laughs> dang it. 
big point of discussion in that movie as well, but there's really good stuff with that here too. Uh, very similar reasons, them growing apart, uh, his wife feeling isolated, and, and just in general, the actual blocking of these characters, the distance between them just keeps growing and growing. Like their, their conversations, they, they start out kind of close, kind of intimate, and then progressively he's standing further and further away from her when he's talking to her. And they're, they're growing apart figuratively and literally. And it's just all played out on screen in a very, very well shot and well framed and well blocked way. That's all really, really good stuff. Um... This movie is also very well edited. It's very tight. It moves very fast. There's a lot of really fast-paced montages and stuff, and it does a really great job of showing you the progression of time and helping you uh, stay oriented as to where we are in terms of the history of this business. And just in terms of the history of this business, guys, isn't it insane how that was like just a tiny little, you know, very popular, but still kind of like middle of nowhere mom and pop restaurant type thing which, which just had a really happened to have a really innovative system innovative system of making food and then they just completely re revolutionized the world like not just here but like other countries as well and not only that i mean it started off as like a thing that was like no we're not going to be commercialized this is going to be like actually good food and now it's like no if you eat enough of this it will actually kill you and it's everywhere it's in other countries it's like you know, you could drive like five miles anywhere that you are. That's probably an exaggeration. Let's let's say 10, 20-ish, and you'll probably find a McDonald's. Isn't that insane? And it all started from this little tiny restaurant. All of that. All of that. That's so nuts to me. That really blew my mind. But, uh, but yeah, that's just another very interesting thing to see play out in this movie. So, yeah, overall, really, really good. Leaves you with some mixed feelings by the end. I will definitely say that. But, uh, but very well edited, well shot looks good the performances are great and this is just a really really good and fascinating movie so i would definitely recommend you check it out it's on netflix right now well worth a look and if you like this the other stuff that i've been talking about um molly's game moneyball and the social network which is a while ago but still it's very similar well you can always listen to those again i mean just listen to them as a set <laughs> they all go well together pretend it's a box set of podcasts but um but no actually besides that uh you can go watch them all on Netflix. They're all there. I would really recommend all of them. So anyway, that's uh, that's all I have to say about this. But before I go, I want to say that I am grateful for Thanksgiving coming up. Um, no, actually, <laughs> wow, I was aggressive. Sorry. Wait, wait, when you're listening to this, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. This is the best time of the year. It's my favorite holiday. It's so underrated. It needs to be more of a thing and i wish people were more they were as into thanksgiving as they are into christmas you psychos it's like it's like not even halloween people are like trying to decorate for christmas but whatever um no i'm grateful it's thanksgiving i love it i love food i love family i love thanksgiving as a holiday i love the the movies and, and tv specials associated with it that garfield halloween or no garfield thanksgiving special really really great i would recommend that if you can get your hands on it anyway I meant to say, I'm grateful that I decided to hit a great grind sesh yesterday and get all of my schoolwork done for the entire break now, so that way, um, I can just play the, the Spider-Man games the entire break, the, the new one, I've been grinding at that, I played that for a long time yesterday, and it's so much fun, I love those games, and I'm grateful that I have my hands on them finally, so that's what I'm grateful for, but I'm also grateful for Thanksgiving, anyway. This is a weird grateful. It's probably my worst one ever. 
which is weird because I love Thanksgiving and I like giving thanks, but I'm still not great at it. Um, all right. Yeah, if you like the show and you want to show it some love, please uh, consider going and, and rating and reviewing. Five stars would be super appreciated. Uh, while you're there, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Um, yeah. And definitely tell a friend if you have somebody in your life you think would like this show, send them my way. I'd love to have them. All right, and if you want to find uh, every place that you can possibly listen to this, links to every episode, uh, links to contact me, and a whole lot more, you can find it all at moviesmorepod.com, a great landing page for everything I do here. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, happy Thanksgiving, and it's the name, McDonald's. It's perfect. Peace.